0: if you were you know try and teleport your mind or whatnot uh forward 365 days i i don't think next year's a leap year year 365 days to uh december 31st 19 um 19 <laughs> party like it's 1999 whoop whoop um uh 2018 um what would make what would a rhetorical question you know just just go there in your mind what would make you Happy, like you're, you're sitting there. 365 days from now, man. If my journey included this, uh, 365 days from now, man, that would just that would just make me happy. Um, that'd make me uh, really, really happy. Um, you know, New Year's. I, I don't do New Year's resolutions, and and probably I, I guess that most of you don't either, uh, because you probably maybe you did, and like you finally got tired of January 7th rolling around and going, what was my new year's resolution again um and so uh, i don't do that but it is a time to reflect right it is a time to think forward think back and think forward and and uh kind of figure out where you're going and and is everything going in the right direction and 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 that sort of thing and so um we're going to talk about this morning the the today tonight the pursuit of happiness the uh and Maybe for you, maybe you've kind of been around church in such a way that when I say the pursuit of happiness, or if I say happiness in church, you're like, can you even say that in church? You know, are you going to go down like this health, wealth, um, and prosperity gospel sort of direction with uh, the happiness thought? (laughs) When Jesus said that I've come to make your joy abundant and come to make your joy complete. (laughs) So, um, if we're not joyful in doing this Christianity thing, we're doing it wrong, okay? Uh, and so um, we've got to figure out the right way to do joy because Jesus said that we will have complete and abundant joy in him. And so what does that look like? But even like a guy, named, by, uh, a guy like Aristotle even says, like everybody, everybody, everything that we do is to pursue happiness, Everything we do is to pursue happiness. We think that it will make us happy if we're pursuing it. Even if we're pursuing sadness, we think that will make us happy. We think that that will be our better end. And even Aristotle, uh, who has nothing to do really with religion, says that even even pursuing virtue is the utmost happiness. So, go back even farther. Back to Solomon and Ecclesiastes. He said, I've pursued happiness all these different ways, but what was it? Vanity. Meaningless. It was like chasing after a vapor. It didn't work out. But there is one chase. There is one pursuit. There is one pursuit of happiness that does work out. To go back even further than that, to, to Psalm 1. And we do have a Bible event. But it's easy, Psalm 1, find find Psalm 1, and that's all we're going to do, all we're going to be at today. And Psalm 1 is the introductory psalm, it's it's designed to be, to to, to look at life at a 30,000 foot level. Because when we start getting into the nitty gritty of life, the difficulty of life, (laughs) Psalm 2 we're going to need that 30,000-foot uh, 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 look at life for this north star that will point us in the right direction where we're in the middle of the forest of life and things are difficult and the path doesn't look very clear. We need that north, north star look at, at life. In this series, it's, it's we're just going we're just going one psalm at a time: Psalm one, Psalm two, Psalm three, Psalm four, Psalm five, Psalm six. On Friday, our reading plan this week is Psalm two through six, and the next Sunday is Psalm seven. And we're gonna roll through it again, and that's what we're looking at because. Towards the last end of uh, of this year, really, with the team members trying to dive down deeper into prayer and get us get us into a, a a deeper thirst and hunger for prayer. Every single one of the Psalms is a prayer, and the majority of them are prayers in the toughest times of life. How do I pray? What am I supposed to pray for? What am I supposed to be about in prayer? Psalms. And isn't sugarcoat a thing? I mean, David's going to pray this week. David's going to pray. In one of our Bible readings. David's going to pray, God, knock out the teeth of my enemies, please. Right? Ever prayed that? Or ever been too afraid to pray that? David didn't. They're real. And they're in real life. But we've got to have this big picture look at where we're headed and where life overall is headed. Because there's two pursuits of happiness, and one pursuit of happiness, there's all these roads. There's all these pursuits. And then there's one pursuit that's just got one road on it. And that's it. And we see that in Psalm 1. How happy is the man who does not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path of sinners or join a group of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside streams of water that bears its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. The wicked are not like this. Instead, they are like chaff, that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not survive the judgment, and sinners will not be in the community of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to ruin. And so we got these two paths. One path has have all these different sorts of paths on it, but it all really is one path. It's the advice of the wicked, the path of sinners, or a group of mockers. Now, most of us sitting here tonight would probably say, you know what, I'm not intentionally going down those paths. I'm good. Now, <clears throat> we all have. We all have intentionally walked down the path of sinners. That's what makes that last song so impactful, right? Oh, how marvelous. Oh, how wonderful. Is his love. Because he can love a sinner like me. And if right now where you're sitting, hidden somewhere deep within you is, 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 When you look forward to 2018 are the affairs that you're going to hide from people or the pornography that you're going to hide from people or how you're going to cheat people out of their money in these business deals or how you're going to lie to make yourself look good. If that's what's going to cause your happiness in 2018, you're like, The chafe being blown in the wind. But since, you know, like so many of us are wheat farmers here, let's use a different metaphor. The suburban metaphor. You're like a dandelion in a kid's hand. Right? You could be the weakest kid, the most uh, asthmatic kid on the block. And he can blow out a dandelion, right? For us to chase sin, for us to intentionally pursue sin, someday you're going to be that dandelion in the kid's hand. And all it takes is a puff of wind and life is gone. There's no way. No, that's not me. See, what I do brings me strength. No, that's a, a mirage. One day you will experience the dandelion. But for most of us sitting here, that's not our pursuit now. We've dealt with that, and we, we we would have something, we have something in our mind even that 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 if allowed, if the Holy Spirit allowed us, we would chase down that path, but thanks be to God, He restrains us from going down that path. But still, if in our mind that what would make us happy at the end of 2018, man, it might be a good thing. It might be a good thing you know, getting out of debt. It's a good thing. Like, God doesn't want us in debt. Like, He doesn't. That's a good thing. You know, I might be reading your Bible more, coming to church more. That's a good thing. Maybe it's a better husband, better wife, better parent. Those are all good things. Better employee, better job, get a promotion, get a raise. All of those good things. And none of those are God's opposed to. But when we make that our pursuit of happiness, we too will be a dandelion in a kid's hand, just ready to be blown over. Because when we make that our success, what happens when we don't get it? It happens when we don't get it that happiness is fleeting that happiness goes away that happiness is one wind blow away from disappearing and look the culture all around us doesn't seem as bad this year as was it what it was last year but you know at this point in time of the year People are like 2017 was awful, can't wait, you know, here's to 2018. But we're reacting to everything that goes that happens around us. See, when we're like a dandelion, these external events, we react to that, they can depress us. Or, you know, just what happens to me. Our moods swing just in what happens to me. And then even what I do. Man, mean, I could go out and I could pursue something. I could knock it out this year and, man, get that raise or get that job. or. But what if it doesn't work? See, all these things are fleeting happiness. It's like a dandelion ready to be puffed by a kid. And if that's our success, and we're talking about good things that God may want you to have in the long run, but if that's our happiness, we're one windstroke away from disaster. 2011 was that year for us where we're like, man, I'm excited, can't wait for this year to be over with so that we can go and move on. 2010 was when our church plant, we decided to shut that down. and We were trying to figure out what was going to happen next in 2011. And I hit a low point, like low point with my faith. Like, what's even use of having faith? And at those moments, the difficulty became, was, was because I was focused on job, on making a living. I mean, money was tight. like those are good things, but the focus was on what could make me happy. And see, when our focus is there, who gets the blame? when it doesn't happen. It's God, right? Or join a group of mockers. When we've put our happiness on something we can obtain that might or might not be something we can actually obtain, and then we, then we scoff or mock God for not allowing us to obtain it, we're right here. dangerous. It's a dangerous position to be in. But for all of us there's hope. And it's a simple hope. It's a one path hope. It's, it's a one path. One path leads in a completely different direction. One path. It's simple. Not necessarily easy. But it is simple. And it is clear. And it is for everybody. No matter where you're sitting this morning, Tonight, ah, can't get over it. That it's night, it's always dark, you know, when I look back there. So just paint some moon and stars on that, and you know, it'll always be midnight in here. It's a simple path, doesn't make it the easiest one. This person, this happy person, his delight is in the Lord's instruction, it's in the Lord's. See, this person, we come to find out, this person is strong. This person is like a tree planted beside water where it's continuously getting its nutrients that that it needs to survive, but not only survive, but to thrive. It It is continuously getting those nutrients from this river that it is planted right next to, and its roots go deep, and its roots are strong. Why? Because his delight is in the Lord's instruction. See delight. Better phrase. A better better phrase than delight would be, oh geez. I had it all day long. And then it was just fleeting. Like a stinking dandelion in a kid's hand better phrase than delight i was even saying it back in the prayer group tonight anybody remember that anybody remember what i was saying help me help help a struggling preacher tonight here yeah pure joy no no not 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 there dad gum it man holy cow this is awesome i know right like People remind me when I'm when I'm reffing games, they're behind me. Look at the bald guy. Like, I can run faster than you, so shut up. Anyway, personal issue. Person's delight is in the Lord's instruction. Person's delight is in God's word. His his meditation. In other words, his constant muttering. Crazy grandpa or crazy um Um, cousin, you know, uncle or something that always mutters to himself. I have one, uh, but always mutters to himself. Maybe they're not so crazy. Maybe they're muttering God's Word. Because literally, that meditation is that that thought that we are muttering God's Word to ourselves day in and day out. And that our greatest desire, our greatest pleasure, our greatest pursuit is God through His Word. See, this is is the one path. This is the one path of of the two pursuits of of, of happiness. Down this one pursuit of happiness, this is the one path that we've got in this pursuit. There's nothing else to figure out. There's nothing else to do. There's nothing else to to, to get on this path except desire that my my, my greatest pursuit is God and His Word. See, Jesus promised eternal life. That's not just once we die, we get to live forever. That is abundant life. That is infinity life. That is life in our soul, going out in all dimensions of our life for infinity. That is a life that will never run dry. That is a life that is true, no matter what circumstance happens to us that on the surface 2018 could be the worst year we've ever had but yet we end it with a greater happiness why because we're stronger than we we've ever been why because we have tied our roots into god and his word see this picture of this tree he is like a tree planted beside streams of water that bears its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither Whatever He does prospers. This is a sign of life. This is an image of life. This is a metaphor of life, of a tree that have everlasting, eternal life. Capital L, life. And look, here as Americans, when we read fruit, when we see prosper, we think external. We think, oh great. This is our way to prosperity. And this is where people have hijacked this and and come up with a a bogus theology surrounding it. Fruit in God's Word, but especially as we look at it in the New Testament, fruit is internal, not external. God is changing you and transforming you into His image. That's the fruit He's talking about being constantly transformed into His image. And when we pursue Him as our greatest delight, as our greatest pleasure, He will continuously change us into His image. See, this word happy, it's also blessed. Interchangeable words. Jesus used blessed a few times. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. See, this has all those blessed's all those happies are an exact opposite of anything external. It's all internal. It's all what God is doing inside of us. What if we make the pursuit of God, His Word, our greatest delight in 2018? Look, you may not have to give up the pursuit that we already talked about. Or maybe you are. But What's the greater pursuit? The greater pursuit, the eternal life that Jesus wants to give us. The wicked will not survive the judgment and sinners will not be in the community of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to ruin. For the best year yet, pursue God, pursue His life, pursue His Word. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen externally to any one of us in 2018? Who knows? But I do know this. December 31st, 2018, you will be stronger no matter what happens. And you will produce fruit no matter what else happens. And you will be more prosperous in God's eyes no matter what else happens if He is our pursuit every day, day in, day out this year. God is turning us into His image and that is the fruit He wants to give us. And He gives us three tools to allow us to participate in the process. His Word, prayer, and community. And specifically talking about His Word. Don't let it scare you. It's a simple three-step process. Read God's Word. You've got to read it. You can't say you delight in it if you don't read it. Actions speak louder than words. We try to make it as easy as possible. The reading plan. And this series, it's as easy as it can be. What's tomorrow's reading? Psalm 2. <laughs> like, Just keep reading. Just keep reading through Psalm. 2. Find. Find a life point. What's in here? Not, not facts. I don't care about facts. Don't find facts. Now, facts will lead you to a life point. But don't just find facts. Find a life point. And look, within a very wide range of possibilities, there's no wrong answer here, okay? Like if you read this and go, Satan's awesome. Eh, we're out, we, we've, we've hit a gutter ball here, okay? But within a very wide range of possibilities, you're going to read this and go, this is what, I, this is what brings me life. This is what energizes me inside. Maybe you say, man, path of sinners, got that down right now. I need to get off of that path. That's your life point. Maybe you're saying, you know what? God's Word is not my greatest pleasure right now. Life point. Maybe you say, man, I feel more like a dandelion than than, than a strong tree planted beside a river. Life point. Write down one life point. Just one thing. Just one thing. That's all you need. One life point. Then pray about that life point. God, I feel like I'm 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 on the sinner's path right now. Will you forgive me? God, my delight is not in Your Word right now. Will You make it my delight? God, I feel more like a dandelion than I do a tree. Can You transform my life? Can You show me what that looks like? Read God's Word, find life point, pray for life point. That's it. You do this... 300 days this next year. We'll be stronger. Guaranteed. God's word promises it. We've got to look at the big picture, right? This is big picture. This is end of the road type of picture. Because as we get into the muck and mire of life, we've got to remember what the big picture is. And The big picture has to be the delight, the delight, the delight of the Lord. That is my pursuit of happiness. That is my greatest pursuit. That's the pursuit I'm on. And don't give up from that pursuit. I'm going to pray. We'll have one more celebration song. Give it all you've got as we go into 2018. Why? Because it's a song? No. But because it's one of the ways that delights our heart on our greatest pursuit. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank You for this day. I thank You for Your Word. I pray, Lord, that, man, just this group of people right here, if You can motivate us to make You our greatest delight in this new year, to make Your Word our greatest delight and getting life from Your Word our greatest delight in this new year, there will be a fire amongst this group that will be unquenchable. Help us. Light a fire in us in 2018. Grow us into Your image in 2018 like You never have done before. Bring us into Your image. Thank You. We love You. In Your name of prayer. Amen. I'm going to stand with us as we sing this one more song. One last thought. Kind of an evangelism thought. As we look at, out at the world around us who have placed their bets on stuff that will just be wiped out with one little blow. We have the answer to what they are seeking. Let's make 2018 the year that we go out with that answer. Go, this, this is the path that's strong. Pursuing God is the path that is strong. They don't have to have it all figured out. We're not asking them to convert to a bunch of beliefs. We're just asking them to look. Here is the life that we have in God. We invite you on this path. Go ahead and stand and sing this last song with us.